Embark on a journey of faith, fellowship and discovery with Vision Tours as you experience Australia's rich Christian heritage firsthand. Visit Christian heritage sites and museums in Sydney and across the Blue Mountains on this 10-day tour. Understand the people and events that shaped the fledgling colony with Outback historian Dr Paul Rowe. Join like-minded people this November with Vision Tours. See tour dates, highlights and inclusions at vision.org.au slash tours. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, while we often will talk about very controversial and even politicised topics, an interesting one to pursue today as we connect with Bill Muhlenberg, Christian cultural commentator, who has been reflecting this week on art, science, beauty and culture and asking, will there be art, science, beauty and culture when we all get to heaven. Bill Muhlenberg's back with us. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be with you again, Neil. Bill, these are sorts of questions we're not always asking. What will be there in a time that we sometimes find it hard to imagine, but the sorts of things that God has sown into our existence, perhaps they won't come to an end. Yeah, well, it's something evangelicals tend to sometimes either not think about too much or skip over, right? We're certainly right to be concerned about getting souls saved, getting individuals into heaven, but sometimes we don't always think about the bigger picture. Is God interested in culture? Is there a place for art, for beauty, right, literature, architecture? So I've written actually a number of pieces looking at this uh, over the past week, uh, one of them having to do with what we call the cultural mandate, going way back to Genesis 1, where God tells our original parents to, you know, have dominion over the earth, to basically cultivate the garden, to be fruitful and multiply. It wasn't just about, you know, pulling weeds out of a garden, which may have came later after the fall, but really the bigger concept of culture, of building civilization even, using the raw materials that God created and establishing on earth all kinds of good things in themselves, culture, cities, civilization, technology. So those are some of the big ticket items sometimes evangelicals don't always think about. So it's not just a question, will some of these things be in heaven, but should they be with us now? Are they important consideration uh, for Christians even today? A lot of us, when we're thinking art, and rightly so, the great art over the centuries, over the last 2,000 years, has been Mm -hmm. Christian art. And somehow or other, it's been eclipsed in some ways in the thinking of people in a modern day by things that are very much more secularized and very much more, you might even say, immoral. So making a judgment about artwork doesn't necessarily equate to the quality of the artwork because there's a quality of the art and then there's a morality of the art. What are your thoughts here? 
Yes, good questions there. Uh, and as always, there's extremes to avoid. <laughs> On this one, there's some, you know, who think anything that's art has got to be good, has got to be proper and beautiful just because it's art. Well, as you say, there can be, uh, you know, quite immoral or even pornographic stuff being passed off as art. But the other extreme would be to... Uh, well, as sadly some Christians have done, to really look down on all art, on all culture, on all creativity and beauty, and just, you know, not appreciate, as you rightly said, so much of our art over the last 2,000 years at least has been, well, religious art uh, and, you know, painting, sculpture, poetry, literature with great Christian themes, whether it's about Christ or creation or salvation, you name it. Just think of all the great works of art in our art galleries. It'd be tens of thousands, all with very pronounced religious themes. Uh, and uh, images of uh, whatever. It could be angels or of uh, the book of Job or the story of Jonah, uh, the prodigal son, right? The, the list is endless of great works of art. And as you say, mostly done by committed Christians, people who love the Lord. And uh, just as God is the great creator, well, creativity is one of the gifts he gave to man and uh, to to reflect that uh, creativity and works of art and so on, I think is uh, very important. It doesn't mean we'll necessarily get saved by creating or watching great works of art, but it is a reflection of who we are as made in God's image. Of course, appreciating beauty, we might get our definitions from a biblical foundation there too as to what God says is beautiful and what God says is ugly. I wonder, Bill, you can get very legalistic about whether we should or could appreciate artwork, but what about non-Christians who are presenting beautiful things in art. Any thoughts here around how Christians or non-Christians can also have this creative streak? Yeah, well, I've also been writing on this as well, not just on the, the idea of a cultural mandate, but what we call common grace, the idea that God is good to all, as it said in the Psalms, or as Jesus said, he makes the sun to shine on the good and the evil. So there's a certain kind of grace that God gives to everybody, pagan as well as Christian. It may not be saving grace, right? That's a special grace we need to go through with the provided way, uh, which is Calvary, repentance, and faith. But God gives a, a general kind of uh, common grace to everyone so that, yeah, a, a non-Christian can do amazing things. He can uh, produce great works of art. He can say things that happen to be true. Uh, he can do things that can be altruistic. Sure, there can be always mixed motivations. There might be different reasons why he, he does these things. And presumably, as a pagan, he's not doing them for the glory of God. Yet, because pagan man is made in God's image, he can still do great things. He can speak some truth. He can make wonderful works of art. So, uh, as many of the authors I quote in some of these recent articles, uh, God may well be uh, enjoying not just, say, a work of art that a Christian produces, but he may take joy over 
a beautiful painting that a non-Christian produces. So uh, I think we need to broaden our horizons here just a bit. Again, sure, we don't minimize the importance of salvation. And if you have a great artist who's a pagan who never comes to Christ, well, that is, at the end of the day, a great loss. But nonetheless, we can see God's beauty, God's creativity, even in some of these works of art that a non-Christian might produce. Bill, you've been speculating on the times to come, the thought that Christians are encouraged by the hope of a new heaven and a new earth, and perhaps the beauty of God and his creation will be so powerful in that new setting. Thoughts here about art and those things that may carry on into a new creation. Yeah, well, if we assume that what God told uh, Adam and Eve originally about uh, culture, culture making, civilization creating, if all that mandate, that cultural mandate was true not just for them, but for all of us, even after the fall, well, if that is all the case. Well, then we could argue, well, why not see that extend into the next life, in the new heaven and the new earth? Uh, The truth is there's, again, two extremes to avoid. On the one hand, we're not just going to be floating around as disembodied spirits strumming on a harp on some clouds. There's going to be a new earth. But the other extreme that, uh, well, uh, things continue as is, uh, well, some things do, some things don't. We will not have the problem of falling into sin again, so that will be gone. But other things will carry through. I think the idea that, uh, well, we may keep learning. We may still keep growing. We may keep developing. Uh, The truth is we will not be like God when we get there. We won't be omniscient, omnipotent, right? I think there'll be still an eternal process of learning things, of growing, uh, of appreciating God and others. So in that sense, I don't think we're going to be bored sitting around in heaven. I think there will be creativity. I think there will be perhaps even artwork in heaven, even uh, reading, even perhaps, well, you know, we can certainly chat with your favorite favorite uh, author, whether Augustine or Aquinas or Tozer or Tolkien, uh, but still, maybe there'll be more uh, things they will produce in the next life. Again, speculation, but it follows on from what we know of God, who he is, how he made us in his image, and the original cultural mandate. I wonder, Bill, given that somehow or other Christian artworks these days are perhaps out of vogue, and is there a challenge there for people who are particularly gifted to create culture and to try and reclaim some of what might have been lost because of an eclipse of a sort of a secularized or even non-Christian culture? Yes, well, certainly that's the case here in, well, Australia following on from America. If you know your kind of recent church history, we had what was known as the fundamentalists of about 100 plus years ago 
whose idea of holiness tend to tended to you know feature various things you should not do right a good christian we were told 120 years ago will not go to movies will not read certain books will not go to dances will not chew gum right um there was a list of all these do's and don'ts which often highlighted outward behavior and there was a real suspicion of culture of art so you know basically stay away from it it's all of the devil you don't want anything to do with it uh, evangelicalism has since moved on uh, and we've come to see that there is a place for art for beauty and so on so again getting the right biblical balance um, some people are so in love with art they think that's sufficient but we do have to yeah we do have to save souls we do have to preach the gospel we do have to evangelize but we can also along with that uh live out the creativity that god put in us as being his image bearer so we can do great works of art music literature hopefully some of which will even impress our non-Christian friends, and they'll say, wow, that's really amazing. How did this happen? Where did this come from? And that may well lead to, you know, chances to share our testimony, to talk about God as the original creator. Tolkien said we're sub-creators, but we carry on in this creator process just as God did. So there's a lot of good connections here and a good even evangelistic mission to be had in doing great works of art and beauty. So a cultural mandate that goes beyond just influence, that goes beyond the way we wield power, but really reaches into great music, great and wonderful literature, and the creativity that should be there in every heart that has Christ living within. Uh, wonderful thoughts, Bill. And let me point people to uh, one of your latest articles called Will There Be Art Galleries in Heaven? Christianity, Culture and Eschatology and a whole bunch of great articles that you've been writing this week, including some articles about Jordan Peterson and some of the things he's been saying as a message to the church. Uh, you can find Bill's articles at billmuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch One Word. Bill, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Many thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.